Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 100. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Now, welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. And as always, I'm joined by Brian Snedeker from Next Step Test Prep. Before we dive into the content, last week I announced a giveaway one free registration to the Next Step MCAT course, which is valued at almost $1,600, and one free access to the six-pack of full-length exams. And I do have those winners. The six-pack of full-length exams, our second-place winner is Monty, and our winner of the MCAT's course is Shireen from Yale, it looks like. So, I will email you two separately if you haven't already gotten this email. Congratulations and thank you to everyone who registered to win or entered to win the contest. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. We're continuing our full-length 10 breakdown with Brian right now. All right, Brian, we're back with Next Steps full-length 10, passage 3. We've done a couple passages. We did a block of discretes. Now we're back to another passage. Ready for some fun? Absolutely. All right, let's start by, again, as we've been doing, the, the not last week, but the, a couple of weeks before, I'm going to read a selection from the passage, just a couple of paragraphs, and then some questions that depend on those paragraphs. Uh, so passage three, whey proteins are globular proteins found in milk that are an important component of the American diet, particularly among athletes. Whey is noted for its ability to enrich foods through enhancing their texture and water and flavor holding capacity. As a whey-containing solution is heated, the proteins denature, unfold, and aggregate. This process is called gelation and leads to an increase in the viscosity of the solution. It has also been observed that introducing ions into a protein solution causes thickening. Food scientists have become increasingly interested in thicker protein gels because subsequent aeration of these mixtures can induce gas bubbles to be trapped in the solution. This leads to a higher volume of product that can be sold without increasing the amount of ingredients used. A group of scientists was contracted to determine optimal protein concentration, salt concentration, and temperature to obtain gels with the best capacity to hold air bubbles. It's observed that no gelation occurs after 30 minutes of heating at 80 degrees Celsius. Protein solutions were then mixed with calcium chloride, magnesium chloride, potassium chloride, or iron chloride. Solutions were foamed immediately after adding the salts for 30 seconds uh, at 
2,000 revolutions per minute. And the results of the table are shown in Table 1. Um, and and I'm, we're, we're going to pass on the rest of the table and the rest of the passage. All right. So whey protein and bubbles. And it sounds like scientists are trying to to scam the American public by selling higher volumes with not more ingredients. Mm-hmm. So, right. It's like what they did to ice cream. Yeah. 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 But it's actually... That, that kind of ice cream tastes better, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, all right, question 14. Uh, denaturation of whey proteins involves the loss of which levels of protein structure? Roman numeral one is primary structure. Roman numeral two, tertiary structure. Roman numeral three, quaternary structure. Mm-hmm. So we're left with A, two only, B, one and two only, C, two and three only, or D, one, two, and three only. And so here you need to know proteins and what the primary, tertiary, quaternary structures mean. So I'll let you define those. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you need to know what denaturation means. And, and yeah. this is actually something um, a, a well-prepped MCAT student should just walk into the test knowing that to denature a protein means to unfold it all the way down to its primary structure, but that you don't actually break apart the primary structure. Okay. So, um, you know, to use the kind of analogy of a ball of yarn, you... Um, the primary structure is literally just the string of yarn itself. The secondary structure is little coils of yarn. The tertiary structure is the whole folded up yarn ball. And then the quaternary structure is two yarn balls that get tangled into each other slightly and kind of get held together. So to denature is to rip the two yarn balls apart, unravel them all the way down to just the string. And then you leave the string alone. Okay. So denature leaves the primary structure alone. Yeah, so in this case, it's just two and three tertiary and quaternary get broken up. Okay, so that's just a straight up definition. So uh, again, let's we when we started full length ten a couple weeks ago, and we started passages. I know we've talked about this before, but for somebody who's just joining us, listening to these questions, the the strategy of reading the passage first versus looking at the questions first. What do you recommend? Um, there's not a right answer there. Typically, you do want to read the passage first, although the one place where you can get away with maybe going to the questions first is the chemphys section. Um, and, and of course, for the purposes of this podcast, we've selected out questions that are a little bit easier to just answer by kind of listening to us read them. So I don't want to give folks the erroneous impression that like, oh, when I listen to Ryan and Brian do it, they just like, they hardly ever look at the passage. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, our very first passage that we did, um, two out of the three questions, we had to go back and, and directly reference the passage. But we've also selected out questions that are a little bit shorter, a little more readable, you know, a little more kind of auditory. Um, so I, I don't want to let you think that you can always go right to the questions. You should always be reading the passage first as a mainline strategy. And then if that's not working for you or you're running out of time or what have you, maybe you try a questions first approach, but that's definitely not the the optimal first choice. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. All right. Question 16. So this is one where we skipped question 15. Not, not good for the podcast. So question 16, what is a likely explanation for why whey protein solutions become thicker after the introduction of ions? A, ions form new compounds with atoms found within the whey proteins, and these new compounds aggregate. 
B, ions disrupt bonding within and between proteins subunits, leading to protein unfolding and aggregation. C, ions will thicken any solution due to their large size relative to most other compounds found in solutions. Or D, the introduction of ions causes novel bonding relationships between subunits to form, ultimately leading to larger polymers of proteins that can aggregate. Hmm. So, for some reason, D right off the bat just sounds wrong. Like, mm -hmm. larger polymers of proteins. I'm like, I'm not opening up my whey protein and finding, like, different plastics in there because <laughs> large, larger polymers of proteins just because something, because ions were added. So, I don't know. For some mm -hmm. reason, D seems like it's not correct. Right. And, and Ryan, if we go back to paragraph number one, about two or three lines down, uh, it said, as a whey containing solution is heated, the proteins denature unfold mm -hmm. and then aggregate. So to, to use the ball of yarn analogy we were thinking about before, the first thing you do is unravel the whole ball of yarn. And so now you have this big loosey-goosey string. And it's really easy for that loosey-goosey string to get tangled up with all the other strings. Yeah. Right? And make a big kind of squishy mess which is, you know, what gel or jello is. One big squishy mess by having all the, the yarn tangles tangle around each other. Whereas D talks about larger polymers, but the whole point was to unfold the polymers we've currently got. Mm -hmm. okay. So you're right. I mean, D is definitely out. Okay. The, the, the question here is introduction of ions, but the passage talks about heating. How how mm -hmm. is the student supposed to relate introduction of ions and heating? Right. Well, so that was in the second paragraph where um, the heating itself makes the gel form, but ions makes the gel form more. Okay. Like you get more gel, faster forming, and so on. Okay. Um, but notice that the ions themselves don't actually – I mean the, the core process is you have to take your, your ball of yarn, unravel it, and then let that loosey-goosey string yarn get all mushed up with all the other strings in the solution. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the process of gel forming. Okay. But all the ions do is make that, make that happen faster. Okay. So thinking about that, so, a, so D is out. So we left with A, ions form new compounds with atoms found within the whey proteins, and these new compounds aggregate. And so potentially, right, we're, we're talking about ions... Um, uh, helping all of that stuff get together more. Mm -hmm. um, so potentially that B, ions disrupt bonding within and between proteins subunits leading to protein unfolding and aggregation. But I think you were just saying, well, it's the heating that's unfolding uh, all of that, right? So it's not the ions that are doing the unfolding, correct? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> the unfolding and the aggregation is what makes the gel happen. If the ions are helping then, you know, B would, I think, is a keeper. Okay. All right. Uh, and then C, ions will thicken any solution due to their large size relative to most other compounds found in solutions. Um, and so, I mean, there's something weird with C. I'm like, it's too generic, like, um, relative to most other compounds. So we're saying all ions are, are larger than anything else relative that's a little weird yeah right? so I'd, I'd get rid of c and d and then we're left with a and b so how do we mm -hmm. break those break down those two 
Right. And so this just goes back to what the gel forming process is and answer choice B fits that. Um, so that's what they're looking for here. Uh, for what it's worth, you could bring in a little bit of outside knowledge um, from biochemistry. If you remember that one of the things that holds quaternary and to some extent tertiary structure together is what we call salt bridges. So our ball of yarn stays as a nice, neat, compact ball due to a salt bridge. And then the introduction of salts, like outside exogenous salts, can actually disrupt the bridges, right? It helps untie the ball of yarn if you sprinkle a little salt on top. Okay. And so that's why you can form the gel is you're, you're right that it's the heat that ultimately does the denaturing, but adding some salts kind of um, speeds up or catalyzes that process. Okay. That's um, why we add salt to, to water when we're boiling it. I think that's mostly for flavor. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, technically adding salt to water raises the boiling point slightly, right. but it's yeah. like 100.1 degrees as not, opposed to 100. Uh, yeah, no, it's mostly about the flavor. Well, I like a lot of salt, so maybe it's like 100.2. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, right. no, but you're up in Colorado, right? So yeah. your boiling point is already weirdly low. low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're left with B for that one. So ions disrupt bonding within and between protein subunits, leading to protein unfolding and aggregation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. Okay. Question 17 here. After a solution containing whey proteins is heated to 70 degrees Celsius for 30 minutes, what is most likely happening to the proteins? A, hydrogen bonds within and between the protein subunits are being broken. B, disulfide disulfide bonds within and between the protein subunits are being broken. C, covalent bonds within and between the protein's subunits are being broken. Or D, no significant breaking of bonds is occurring. And so I remember from the passage there was something about 80 degrees Celsius. Right, uh, so we got to go back yeah, and so read, read the second paragraph. Yeah, so it says, it is observed that no gelation occurs after 30 minutes of heating at 80 degrees Celsius. So nothing is happening at 80 degrees Celsius for 30 minutes. So nothing should be happening at 70 degrees Celsius for 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, D's the right answer there. All right. Yep. Yeah, and just as a side note, one of the things we said when we first started our work through of full-length 10 was that we did a question where I commented, oh, these two answer choices functionally say the same thing, so they're both wrong, right? That, that if... Um, there can only be one right answer. So if there are multiples of the same, they're all wrong. And this is another good example of it because answer choice B says disulfide bonds are being broken and C says covalent bonds are being broken, but disulfide bonds are covalent bonds. Okay. So they, they both have to be wrong. All right, there you have it. Again, more full length 10 from Next Step Test Prep. If you're interested in full-length exams, right, we're covering full-length 10 right now, but you can get the first four, you can get the first six, you can get all 10 from Next Step Test Prep using the promo code MCATPOD, that's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D, to get access to those tests at a 10% discount. Again, that's MCATPOD, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast. <laughs>